0: Hi listener, welcome to Storybooks, a podcast that wishes you and your little ones goodnight with a good story. Tonight, I will be reading The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter. It's a story about getting lost and finding your way back home. And after listening, you just might be hungry for some vegetables. So fluff your pillows, close your eyes... And take a deep breath. Tonight's story goes something like this Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was caught by Mrs. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I am going out. Then Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the forest to the baker's. She bought a loaf of brown bread and five honey buns. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First, he ate some lettuce, and then some green beans, and then he ate some radishes. And then, feeling rather sick, he went to look for some parsley. But round the end of a cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees planting cabbages, but he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake and calling out, Stop! Thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes amongst the cabbages, and the other shoe amongst the potatoes. After losing them, he ran on four legs and went faster, so that I think he might have gotten away altogether if he had not unfortunately ran into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. It was a blue jacket with brass buttons, quite new. Peter gave himself up for lost, and shed big tears, but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows, who flew to him in great excitement, and encouraged him not to give up. Mr. McGregor stormed at him with a rake, but Peter wriggled out just in time, leaving his jacket behind him. He rushed into the tool shed, and jumped into a watering can, It would have been a beautiful thing to hide in, if it didn't have so much water. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath the flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking under each. Peter sneezed, Ah, chew! Mr. McGregor was after him in no time. He tried to catch Peter, who jumped out of a window. "'knocking over three plants, "'and the window was too small for Mr. McGregor, "'and he was tired after running after Peter, "'so he went back to work. "'Peter sat down to rest. "'He was out of breath and trembling with fright, "'and he had not the least idea which way to go. "'Also, he was very damp from sitting in the watering can. "'After a time, he began to wander about slowly, looking all around. He found a door in a wall, but it was locked. A mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to her family in the wood. Peter asked her the way to the gate, but she had such a large pea in her mouth that she could not answer. She only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden but he became more and more puzzled. He came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his watering cans. Beside the pond was a white cat staring at some goldfish. She sat very, very still, but now and then the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it best to go away without speaking to her. He had heard about cats from his cousin, Little Benjamin Bunny. He went back towards the tool shed, but suddenly, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hoe. Peter scurried underneath the bushes. But presently, as nothing happened, he came out and climbed upon a wheelbarrow and peeped over. The first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor hoeing onions. His back was turned to Peter, and beyond him was a gate. Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could go along a straight walk behind some black currant bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter didn't care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. Mr. McGregor hung up the little jacket and the shoes for a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looking behind him until he got home to the big fir tree. He was so tired that he flopped down upon the nice soft sand on the floor of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking, and she wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was a second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. I am sorry to say that Peter was not very well during the evening. His mother put him to bed and made him some chamomile tea and gave a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoonful to be taken at bedtime, she said, and kissed him on the forehead. But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. And that's the end of the story. Thank you for listening, and I wish you sweet dreams and a good night.